0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 738, recorded live on October 1st, 2022, and here are your hosts. The man who most likely knew what he was going to be drinking for this episode, Dave Play. I'm halfway through. And the man who honestly didn't know about tonight's beverage,
1: Andy Lowe. Hi. Wait, didn't know about tonight's beverage as far as when? Um, like, 20 uh, minutes ago? An hour ago? A week ago? Uh, well. Because if it was a week ago, I didn't know what I was going to be drinking tonight either. If you're trying to do a clever, like, ah-ha-ha, ha, Pepsi sent me a mystery drink, like, that doesn't count. ah <laughs> uh,
0: ha, ha Pepsi sent me a mystery drink.
1: Okay, because, like, you knew what you were drinking before the show, Andy. Yes, Pepsi sent you a mystery drink, yes, I'm sorry, would you like to do your half? <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Pepsi sent me a mystery drink,
1: right, but didn't you did you do the man who? yeah, that's what I said. Oh okay,
0: the man who honestly didn't know about tonight's beverage andy low high, and then you went off okay. on your tirade about it and then I, you well, completely... I, almost,
1: I couldn't remember if you got that in before the tirade. you knew very well what you were going to drink tonight. It's not like you're sitting there with a like blank aluminum can in front of you
0: no that's true but i i honestly don't know what flavor this is so we all know that i have been having
1: (laughs) you don't know what most of the flavors are when you try them that's the point That's what both both Coke and Pepsi have been doing this, where they're like a mystery flavor. It tastes like dreams.
0: No, no, that's all Coke. Coke is the one who does it. Like it tastes like. Oh yeah,
1: because Baja Blast is a is a flavor.
0: Well, it well it is a known flavor. Baja Blast is a, yes, it not, is an esoteric Not if you name. haven't
1: had it before.
0: That's true, yes, but I have had it before because it's been at top Bell you'd forever. And if you had
1: Coca-Cola Dreams for before that, then you'd know what that tastes like.
0: <laughs> it doesn't taste like a good dream. That's all I know. <laughs> I don't know I mean, what good dreams taste like, but that was not it. But
1: not that. Yeah. Um, but my my point – I think my point stands, Andy, that like you you're, – you're still not – just say what you want to say.
0: <laughs> so, was drinking I, – I drink Baja Blast, right? Yeah. And I have purchased other flavors from the Mountain Dew store. So, at yeah. some point – and I'm not sure when it happened, but there was a contest <coughs> – going on okay with hang your on sh-
1: sorry my brain's catching up with my ears the mountain dew store
0: yes the mountain dew store
1: there's a mountain dew store like this is pepsi's i i assume online store for yes. mountain dew yes and oh god i oh. you can get
0: you know drinks but also you know clothing yeah and you know a mountain dew recipe book um, which I assume is how
1: to make things with mountain dew
0: yes they had
1: not uh, how to make your own mountain dew
0: they had um candles in mountain dew cans that smelled like mountain dew so, you know, things of that
1: nature. Just the thing you want your house to smell like. Yeah. Okay, so you bought something on the Mountain Dew store. Yes. Like you do, apparently. Yeah.
0: It was a online exclusive flavor. Um, and I had to try it out. This was the one that I actually had to get shipped to Brian and Beth because for some odd reason I couldn't get it shipped to my house. So,
1: and then know, they brought it up with them to Manistee, I think?
0: Or, no, um, we were somewhere. going to the Toledo oh, you were zoo going to there.
1: Yeah. So
0: I swung so by their swung house. Past. And porch pirated my own box. <laughs> is, <laughs> that that, is, true. is that is, still illegal? That that is true. They did tell me to take the box <laughs> and it will be on the porch. So yes, okay. but anybody looking out would have seen me pull up, walk up to their
1: porch run up to the, <laughs> the porch, grab the box.
0: And then run back to my car and then leave. So somehow in this process of, you know, following the, the Baja Blast and working through the Dew store, I must have entered a contest because it turns out there was a contest going on with this year's Baja Blast that the top, uh, the grand prize was, 18, was one of six packs of this new flavor. Called Baja Deep Dive.
1: Okay, hang on. Like we talked about Baja last. Oh, it's a known flavor. Like Deep Dive and Dreamscape, Andy. There, it's a it's a clue though. Which let
0: me open it up, and I will tell you if it's right or not.
1: You mean you tell me if your guess is right? Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. I smell the baja.
1: I swear to God, this is not a Pepsi product placement. This is not. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Pepsi. We don't get any money from Pepsi. Andy did just get free soda from Pepsi, but he explained why. Like I, I had even it, gotten. It has nothing a. to do with the show. I
0: promise. Was really funny though. Is I'm signed up for the the Ute the UPS like <clears throat> service cuz I have to go through all that stuff for work, for shipping and so, all that other stuff. I forgot uh, exactly what like, it's like the, my my UPS or something like oh,
1: that. Oh, the like where they scan your mail before it shows up.
0: Well, no, that's the post office. The U, the my UPS oh. one gives you kind of like a step above generic tracking so you can actually okay. get notified that packages are on their way so you can actually direct the packages to different locations before they're oh, nice. actually delivered. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do that for work, though, That's because in case, and I've had this in the past, where people accidentally send it to the wrong market, but it's got my name on it, it will be like, hey, you got a package arriving this week. And I'm like, nope, wrong place. Yep, let me, I'm just like, nope, let's not send that up to Holland, let's send that to Kalamazoo, you know, trying to get that stuff squared away before it actually ends up in Holland. Yeah. So I had gotten an email going, hey, you got a package showing up from like PepsiCo Joliet. And I'm just like, what? And I look it up and I'm like, oh, that's one of the distribution places for the Mountain Dew store. And I'm like, well, what? I didn't buy anything on the Mountain Dew store. What the heck? And it shows up and it's the grand prize from the contest.
1: That you didn't know you entered. That I didn't know I entered. So, yeah, I have one of these. You know that's how, like, scams happen, right? (laughs) You're like, congratulations, you won. You're like, I didn't enter anything. You still won.
0: And, you know, if I had gotten an email saying, hey, you won, I would have been like, "Mm mm-hmm. But literally a (laughs) six-pack of Mountain Dew just shows up on my porch. And I'm like,
1: okay. And you have proof that this is from Pepsi, that it hasn't been tampered with, that it hasn't been, say, like, poisoned or drugged? We'll find out. (laughs) Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Let me just dial 911 and wait to press the call button.
0: Okay. Yep. This makes sense. There is a Mountain Dew flavor that they had come out from a while ago, back
1: in. Called. Pitch Black. I vaguely remember that. Yep. Also, Pitch Black isn't a flavor. (laughs) It is no more a flavor than Dreamscape or, like, Outer Space. Don't you dare put Pepsi on a pedestal against Coca-Cola for their flavor choices.
0: No, but this, this honestly... This this smells smells like Baja Blast, but it's also got that.
1: Andy, I'm expecting a full color analysis, fizziness, flavor profile. Well, I, I, you're I just falling opened, down on the job here, man. It's
0: an aluminum can. I don't have a. Cup. Yeah,
1: so why don't you have a glass ready? What's the aroma, Andy? I told you, it smells like Baja Blast. With like, is it just if I put Baja Blast under your nose and this under your nose, and you can't tell the difference?
0: It's got the. It's got the. I almost call it, like, a blackberry, like, flavor. I know that's not exactly what pitch black
1: was, mm-hmm. but let's see, what did they say? So you're like, like, ah, it's pitch black, but also blackberry, but also, mm.
0: Well, no, because to me, the pitch black, everybody always said it was like a, a, they called it dark grape. I'm like, what, what, what is that? Yes, I know, dreamscape all over again.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, sorry, man, sorry. Also, nice reenactment. <laughs> you're welcome. You dirty, dirty liar!
0: I I do things for the show.
1: I know, I know. <laughs> thanks, thanks I for ruining too. the whole thing, though. <laughs> I do things for the show too. It's okay. <laughs> Surprise, everyone! The show's not live. Well, not fully live. Like it's mo- it's like ninety percent live. We are recorded live. We're recorded live, but, like, even that, there's still some editing that can happen afterwards.
0: 90% of the editing that I do just eliminates
1: the dead spaces. The awkward pauses. Yeah, all the awkward pauses. Andy and I just sitting there like, what do we want to talk about next? I don't know, I'm waiting for the other person. But yes, so,
0: yeah, no, this is, it's it's good. It's different, but it's good.
1: Okay, and apparently green. Yes. Teal. It is an interesting color. It's actually a very Laura. Lore- That's actually the color, I think, that we painted the downstairs bathroom. <laughs> or the upstairs office, depending on how your camera's interacting with it.
0: <clears throat> oh, that wasn't my camera.
1: Well, yeah. I, oh. I would expect it's not your camera. You're in the picture, Andy. <laughs> so, anyway... <laughs>
0: I've got lines from the Robinsons or meet the Robinsons going through my head now.
1: You're welcome to to go over them. I've never seen it. Still can't believe you've never seen that movie. Andy, there's a lot of movies that I'm sure you wouldn't believe that I haven't seen.
0: There are a lot of movies that I also haven't seen, but somehow can still recognize them from a single frame and, or the entire movie condensed into one second.
1: Children of men. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. same i'm like oh that's children of men like clearly men or man i don't know i i don't know either it was
0: i don't even know what the actual name of the movie is but it's that one movie it's like oh i've never actually seen that movie
1: it's that one movie where like people all of a sudden can't have babies stargate no
0: um what was that other one that just got canceled the y chromosome or something like that what the y man
1: i have no idea I was talking about an episode of Stargate where Uh, Ah, why
0: the Last Man?
1: Why the Last Man? Yes, it was
0: a it was a comic book series, and then became a TV series that only lasted ten episodes. Sure.
1: So it's football season. Yes, it's college football season.
0: Yep, and U of M has the weakest schedule ever.
1: It's it's a pretty. Pretty weak front half of the schedule. The back half's not bad. No,
0: the back half, is it's actually going to show if they're actually worth the number four ranking or not.
1: Laura wants to inter- interject a that's what she said. <laughs> the back half's not bad. So, anyway, yeah, they're, they're scheduled for the back, uh, like for the, really from here on out. I mean, Maryland isn't bad. Well, now here's the question, though, is... <clears throat>
0: michigan state yep oh they're no longer ranked are they nope after losing to washington and losing to minnesota and losing to maryland
1: oh shit that's gonna be a game at michigan
0: oh michigan state plays ohio state next
1: week <laughs> probably gonna <laughs> they, lose that they one might get too. a win after that because they're playing wisconsin wisconsin's not not great this year
0: that's true. They're playing Wisconsin, Illinois, Rutgers, and Indiana.
1: So they've got a couple that they can win. Yes. That's right, Lazarus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lazarus seemed to be very skeptical on that.
1: Laz does is, is not approve of Michigan State winning anything. I'm okay Let's with that. <laughs> see.
0: How did Eastern do today? <clears throat> it was homecoming for Eastern. Oh, they won. Good. Western... Oh, Western definitely won, but it's against New Hampshire. They're a uh, what's? It's not Division Two anymore. What's it called?
1: I don't know. It's
0: not FBS. It's um,
1: college football series.
0: Yeah, football <laughs> bold subdivision. It's like FCS. It's
1: Division Two. Yeah,
0: it's Division Two.
1: It's just to call it Division Two. It's, that's what it is. Yeah. Western played New Hampshire. Yes, and won by a lot.
0: Yes, because they were a Division two school. Yeah, so.
1: they did, however, lose against San Jose State and Pittsburgh.
0: Yep, and Michigan State
1: and Michigan State.
0: And then Play Eastern next next week. Yep, the Eastern Western game is next week. Nice. So I got I to break out all my Eastern gear again. <laughs> Just well, to I,
1: have it nearby. Or
0: well, no. So you know, we are you, the Western football broadcaster, right? So, I have Western gear. And of course, you know, if it's a Western football game, I'll wear Western gear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unless. But unless it's the Eastern-Western week, and then literally every single day that week, I wear Eastern gear. Eastern t-shirts, Eastern sweatshirts, Eastern hats, Eastern jackets, everything that I've got that's Eastern, I wear that week. Because I've told people, it's like, look, I know Western is literally paying for part of my paycheck. <laughs>
1: But I still want them to lose this football game.
0: I'm like, I will gladly root for Western (laughs) football 364 days out of the year.
1: Ah, excuse me, sir. You just said you wear it for the whole week.
0: Yes, but I said I will root for Western 364 days out of the year.
1: But, But you're not rooting for them that week.
0: Well, fine then. Three hundred and fifty-eight <laughs> days of the year. Okay, okay, there we go. I will. I will have to amend. I like the the saying though. If I'm just you know generically talking to somebody, I said yes. I will cheer for them three hundred and sixty-four because you say three hundred and sixty-four days out of the year, people will get that in their mind. You say three hundred and fifty-ish days.
1: <laughs> you you can do three hundred and sixty-five minus seven, right? Yes. Okay.
0: When it's not, you know. <laughs> 11 11,
1: o'clock. 11.15 at night.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. Mr. Math Guy. Uh Uh-oh. This is not a topic, but this actually came up tonight. For some reason, Isaac was asking me about prime numbers. Oh, cool. Yeah, I know. Five-year-old asking me about prime numbers, and I'm just like... I didn't know what the hell a prime (laughs) number was when I was five. uh, Something to do with the number blocks. Okay. His YouTube thing that he's been watching now. Number blocks and alpha blocks. Sure. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. But he was like you know, prime numbers. And I'm, I pull up a list of prime numbers just yep. to, you know, make sure I've got my numbers, right.
1: How, a lot of them.
0: how come one yeah. is not a prime number?
1: So it's that, hmm, I got in trouble with that in college by arguing very strongly that one is a prime number. Um, and was, was thoroughly like, no, it's not shut up. Um, <laughs> So, one is a very special number. One is the identity, the multiplicative identity. Um, It's... You know, it, it is its own thing. It is not prime in, in that it doesn't have the properties that, mo- like, primes – it doesn't have all the properties that primes have, um, when, especially when you get to, like, way higher other numbers. Um, but effectively, the definition of a prime is it has to be divisible by one and itself. And mm-hmm. I understand that, like, one is divisible by both one and itself, but it's really just divisible by itself. Yeah, okay. So it, it's kind of, it's it's a special thing. It's not prime.
0: Because he was very confused by that when I was trying to explain right. to him prime numbers. And then he's like, well, why not one? And
1: I'm like, you know, I'm <laughs> in that same one? boat. <laughs> yeah, why not one? I right. agree like, with you. Well, one feels like it should be, pr- yeah. I mean, if you just Google, why isn't one prime? there's probably I'm a sure bunch of be- math
0: guys on YouTube sitting in front of a green screen able to explain it to me.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Among mathematicians, one is universally regarded as non-prime. Yeah, so the the more specific uh definition of a prime is it is divisible by it has not divisible, it has two unique factors, one and itself. Okay. So, there you go. Uh, wow, we hit football. We hit, like, super advanced mathematics. <laughs> it's really cool that he's he's so into numbers. You
0: know, sometimes he it was not correct numbers, but...
1: <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out some of his... He was like, give me a number between 9 and 100. And I said 13. And he started counting. He's like, somehow he gets to... Five, but I'm like, well, that's not between nine and a hundred. <laughs> and he told me I was wrong, and I'm just like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> yes, there, there might be a sequence that he's going through, probably. And I, I didn't know what it was, and I'm just like, I'll yeah. just just keep going. Come it's, on, Dad. How come you can't understand what I'm talking about? Yeah,
1: have you started playing timelines with him yet? That feels like a very Isaac game. I don't You're know, looking know. Up timelines, aren't you?
0: Yes. Well I know what a timeline is. I just don't know what the
1: Let me make sure it's called Timelines. I thought it was called Timelines. Yeah, it's called Timeline. Timeline, the classic card game. Age is eight plus, but that's a lie.
0: (laughs) Each card depicts a historical event invention or discovery on both sides, which the year with the event occurred was made only on one
1: side. So you have to place, you, you have a shared timeline in the center of the table and everyone has to place their card into the timeline at the correct point
0: but you don't see the timeline you don't see the year you don't
1: know the year on your card the timeline has years and so the game starts with just two cards in the timeline right so there's going to be like signing of the declaration of independence and landing on the moon well that
0: yeah that's easy
1: Right. Well, but, but those are the ones that are like face up on the table. You see their years, right? Mm -hmm. And then in your hand, you have like publication of Frankenstein and you don't know what year it is. Is it before the declaration of independence? Is it between the declaration of independence and the moon landing? Is it after the moon landing?
0: So how do you know if you're right? You,
1: you have to make your guess. Okay, so I make my guess. Once you make the guess, then you flip the card over, and if you're right, it goes into the timeline, and it becomes another card in the timeline. If you're wrong, you discard it, and you have to draw another card, and the goal is to get rid of all of your cards. Cards, okay. That sounds like fun. It's a really awesome game.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: All right, I'll put that on my Christmas wish list. Cool. They also have expansions, which are just more cards.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like Flux, so it's just more cards. But I'm guessing the expansions are all very specific.
1: Yeah. So like one expansion is um, inventions. One is uh, like science and technology. One is uh, movies and media. <clears throat> well, I'm just going to go with the classic one.
0: Add to Christmas wish list. There we go. Done. All right. Cool. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: we should probably hit topics.
0: Yes. And speaking of timelines... <laughs>
1: speaking of timelines topic 1 the, the SLS. timeline
0: yes speaking of guessing when the SLS launch is going to happen still has not launched and now yeah. currently will not launch before mid November <clears throat> at the earliest um yeah, so the, the hurricane, it, they were planning on Ian. launching it, and then, yeah, Hurricane Ian came through, and they decided, I've, you know what, let's not leave the rocket out in the hurricane.
1: <laughs> let's Let's not leave the multi-billion dollar investment of a waste of an experiment on the pad. God, you know, I almost wish that they just had... And just like, oops, we, there was a clerical snafu and we didn't get to take it down. And also we forgot to secure it. So
0: now they, um, yeah, they're kicked it all the way back to mid-November because the flight termination system which was originally
1: recertified.
0: Well, they, they originally certified it back when the mission was supposed to launch back in August. Right. So then they kept on the Space Force is the one who actually oversees that. And they're the ones who actually have to give approval for it. Okay. So they kept on, you know, getting pushback, pushback. And NASA kept on getting extensions mm-hmm. and waivers issued from Space Force. But now that it's back in the building, they just said, you know mm-hmm. what, we'll actually let you know, we'll actually retest and the system and recertify the system, rather than getting extensions and waivers and waivers and waivers. They're actually going to.
1: I mean, I will say, Florida in November sounds a lot nicer than Florida in August.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, <it> does.
1: <clears throat> so, like, you know, if someone were to say, suggest a road trip down to Florida in mid-November,
0: you have fun with that. Okay. <laughs> I have a feeling. five is
1: five is too too young for that sort of road trip. Yeah, it's a long road trip for a five year old.
0: It's a long road trip for anybody. It is. I mean, it, we Kate and I did drive down to Huntsville in one go mm-hmm. from Michigan. At
1: Florida, you take you take a you take a way stop. Andy, we're not we're not CCST age anymore. <laughs> we we would stop somewhere. Yeah,
0: yes, yes, we would.
1: Either that, or we'd fly down like gentlemen.
0: Well, that's actually funny you say that because Kalamazoo now has nonstop flights to Orlando starting in November. Hey,
1: starting in November, <laughs> Kalamazoo to Orlando—that is a long flight for what I presume is a pretty small airport.
0: Two hours thirty <laughs> minutes, nonstop flight? flight. Damn, how much are tickets? One hundred and forty-eight
1: dollars. Seriously? That's what it says. Andy, buy tickets. Go. <laughs> I'll meet you down there. Fuck, I might just drive to Kalamazoo and fly down from there.
0: Yep. Uh, they'll start flying down to Orlando beginning on October
1: 26th. I mean, you know, just just saying, like, seeing a, a rocket launch. The problem is, is though, it's not every day. Uh,
0: Mondays and Fridays. So I'm guessing people would fly down on Fridays. Fly back on Monday. Fly back on Monday, yep. Which does does, uh, Grand Rapids, I think, does that as well. The Gerald R. Ford International Airport. Yeah. Nonstop routes from GRR. Yep. Allegiant Air. Flies you down to Orlando as well from Grand Rapids nonstop.
1: So push to November. Mm -hmm. TPD. They need to get the the termination system recertified. That's a whole thing. Cool. Uh, Other space news. We hit a rock with a satellite. (laughs) Or, or, wait, 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 scratch that. We hit a rock with a rocket.
0: Yep, pretty much. We... It was a probe. We we probed an asteroid. We That
1: does not sound good, Andy. (laughs) That does not make it sound better. We do... this, This needs to be written into, like, first contact protocol. We do not use the word probe when it comes to space... Or doing something to something. Yep. <clears throat> I I do take an issue with your uh your title that Dart a success. We don't know if it's a success yet. They successfully hit the target. Okay,
0: so yeah, all right, so Dart successfully hit the asteroid.
1: There you go. Dart has indeed the the, the device, the probe, I guess, has hit the asteroid. And they were 17 meters off target, which at that distance is something like that's that's impressive. It is not. Oh, my God. They were off by like 17 meters. Like, no, no. Like that's they they hit a bullet with a bullet at thousands of miles. But we won't know for several months whether or not it actually changes the trajectory of the asteroid.
0: Let's see. More than three dozen telescopes. And James Webb and Hubble.
1: Yep, all watched. It may have may have been the most viewed impact in space.
0: Yep. First radar observations of the impact could come as early as Tuesday, September 27th. Well, we've already passed that.
1: I mean, they've they've posted images.
0: Yep. Yeah, there was a CubeSat following the probe. It's basically, just watch it
1: <laughs> as it hit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Go us. We knocked an asteroid. We'll see if we actually knocked it in a way that actually makes a difference. I laugh if, like, we sped up its spin or something, and now it's rotating in a different way, and then, like, throws off a chunk and takes out the SLS. (laughs) So, there's one more space topic. You want to hit it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice play there. Um, Yeah. That wasn't intentional,
1: but go ahead.
0: Okay, so there was a... Um, a NASA and SpaceX panel um, that nobody knew what they were actually going to talk about. They just—it was a panel listed, and then there was SpaceX and Hubble and NASA and um, the guy, who, the guy who runs Shift Four, who's doing the the private um, the the private Dragon launch. Can't remember okay. the guy's name. Ah, uh, the Polaris I, so, program. Jared Isaacman. Isaacman. Okay. So they all came and out and Jared they said. Doing? That they were, they have entered an agreement to, um, they've, uh, it's a, oh, it's a feasibility study. So they said that they're actually going to look over the next six months and basically using Dragon to dock with Hubble, fix a couple of things, and then actually boost it higher up into the atmosphere
1: to prolong its life.
0: Yes. Because currently it is 38 miles lower than its initial orbit.
1: That's, that's, that's fallen a bit. Yep. Um, is Dragon big enough to contain, I mean, that's, I guess that's what the feasibility study is, but like, they have to bring the right tools, they have to bring the right equipment, and like, generally the, 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 spacewalks to repair Hubble, granted, like the most famous one was the, like, the mirror swap, where they just, they'd replace the entire mirror. And, like, those were not short spacewalks. So, like, can you spacewalk from Dragon, A? Can you spacewalk from Dragon for an extended amount of time, B? And perhaps even, like, C? I guess Dragon, like, there's sleeping arrangements for Dragon. Yes. Because the trip up to the ISS is not short.
0: No, it's two days to get up to the ISS.
1: So that's that's already taken care of. But the other parts, I think, are... That, that's well that's what why the I think studies for. The the
0: Polaris Dawn, which is the first Polaris mission, um is actually going to be the first ever private spacewalk. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean that, that we the, know of. That well that's true. Yes, there are
1: <laughs> conspiracy theories. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I uh, well I can't I can't disprove that, Dave.
0: God, the amount of conspiracies, God.
1: Sorry, I'm just thinking no, of the. Especially when you're dealing with space. Yeah. You know the Earth is flat. Mm-hmm. The moon landing didn't happen.
0: Area 51, Roswell, New Mexico,
1: yep. aliens. And- yep.
0: So yeah, so Polaris Dawn is <clears> going to be March next year. I think is where they're going for, and they're actually going to try and actually do a spacewalk with the Dragon capsule. So if Polaris can prove that, then, you know, they've also, I think, how they're going up pretty high on that flight as well. So I think that's probably also the, you know, another point for the Dragon capsule. But yeah, so yeah, NASA, SpaceX, and Hubble are all talking together going, hey, you know, we're looking at...
1: I I guess if you're NASA, you're like... We 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 are not going to be able to to sell to Congress like a mission to repair the Hubble. Also, we we don't have any way to get there. That's the thing. This, yeah, the it's... shuttles are are decommissioned.
0: NASA is basically participating via an unfunded Space Act Agreement. So all this, the six months study is NASA's not lifting a dime. They're going to be like, look, we'll help you guys out, but. <laughs>
1: We can't pay for anything. Yeah. Okay. So wait a minute. Stepping back for a second then and thinking about like someone wants to go up. Let let me, let me pitch this to you, Andy. Let me step back and pitch what you've told me back at you without just kind of blanket out of your mind for a second. Okay. A private company wants to go up and mess with the Hubble.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Conspiracy theory brains going crazy right now.
1: Conspiracy theory brain, nothing. How about Bond villain brain? Because it's also the same guy who is, like, super, like, insane and super wealthy and is the epitome of a James Bond villain who, like, his family's money came from emeralds from South Africa and now he owns, like, several multinational companies that are, like, progressing technology, and for the betterment of the world, and, like, but you find out that his employees are treated like shit, and, like, half of his things, he's actually, like, really far-right Republican, like, Donald Trump supporter, and, you know, half his stuff is, is like, he, he wants a good public image, but privately he's very different. Yep. Like, just, it's not, it's not great. That's not great. What does he want to do with the Hubble?
0: Oh, dude. Okay, I didn't know that. All right, hold on. I got to check this out on Google. What? If you Google NASA Dart.
1: Oh, yeah, it hits the page. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's funny. Yeah, but yeah, so speaking of our Bond villain, um, he had his... (laughs) Tesla AI day.
1: More vaporware?
0: Well, no. This time he actually had two robots and not, you yeah. know, a guy in a robot suit.
1: <laughs> was it Was it last time?
0: It was. It was somebody in
1: <gasps> oh, a robot no.
0: suit. Oh, Oh, Elon. <laughs> He's like, this is what I want it to look like. So, he actually had two of them show up. One was called Bumble C, mm-hmm. who actually... Basically, he said it was built off of uh, semi-off-the-shelf parts, um, and he actually,
1: you know, was able to walk out. Yep. Wave at the crowd. Someone, would someone please define semi-off-the-shelf parts? <laughs> it sounds like a little bit pregnant.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so the, the the first robot actually came out and walked out and waved and did raise the roof, and that's that's their test bed one. Yep. Um, and then he had the first-generation Optimus robot come out, but um, that one actually couldn't come out on its own, had to be wheeled out on a little cart, because um, it couldn't actually walk yet, and they so they um, it waved at the crowd, but had to be carted mm-hmm. around by Tesla employees. But this was the version that actually was equipped with Tesla-designed parts, mm-hmm. so... <clears throat> so yeah so it's not a guy in a suit anymore it's an actual one robot and two a you know tesla designed robot so yeah granted i see that and then i just think of boston dynamics
1: right dancing like, they've got a ways to go they've got a ways to go
0: so but yes no actually they showed the bumble c actually working at a tesla plant doing a single job
1: yeah but <laughs> yeah so, yes, yes, but uh, the but being a, a dedicated machine would do the job a hell of a lot faster. Yes, yes. It for would. a lot less money. So like general purpose is good. We, we should never downplay that. General purpose is good. But like, don't try to sell this like, look, you can use it in your factories. Why? Why would I want to? You know,
0: my factory builds one thing right i don't need a generic
1: robot it it is a waste to use a general purpose robot in that situation yeah okay are we done with mr musk yes google oh hang on hang on hang on is is taps has to be like free to to play right like if i do a youtube video of taps i'm not gonna get in trouble
0: Let's see. Copyright
1: free taps. There we go. Copyright royalty free. Oh, dang it. It's playing to the wrong speaker. (laughs) No. Play to the thing over here.
0: Yes. Okay. We get it now. So what did what did Google kill this time? Hang on, I gotta move you back now. All right, you're back. All right. So what did what did Google kill this time?
1: Stadia. What? In the grand scheme of Dave called it. <laughs> they said no. They're not gonna kill Stadia. I believe I said it's only a matter of time, or I'll believe it when I see it, or something along those lines. Because like, come on.
0: Stadia hasn't gained the traction with users that we expected, so we've made the difficult decision oh, to begin really? <laughs> winding down our Stadia streaming service.
1: Surprising Andy. I was going to say surprising no one, but it apparently surprised you. <sighs>
0: Hold on. The 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 good thing, though, is Google is issuing refunds. We'll be refunding all Stadia hardware purchases made through the Google Store and all game and add-on content purchases made through the Stadia Store. That's cool. The notab- uh, That notably excludes payments to the Stadia Pro subscription service, and you won't get hardware refunds from not... Okay, so hold on. Did I buy my Stadia through the Google Store?
1: Uh-oh. It had to be through the google store?
0: Yes, Google's. Uh-oh. Go- All right, store.google.com orders Stadia Premier Edition. Boom.
1: Cool, so you get a refund.
0: Yes, congrats to me I get a refund.
1: All right, I'm okay and then. And keep the controller. <laughs> I, yeah.
0: Well, um there's a topic right underneath there stating <clears throat> the fact that the Stadia controller um only uses Bluetooth. Yeah. Um as for, do most modern PCs. For setup only.
1: <gasps>
0: oh no. Oh no. Stadia's controllers were custom made to connect directly to the internet.
1: Oh no. That's,
0: that's silly. So the product contains Bluetooth.
1: But not the software to send the Bluetooth controller input across the Bluetooth. Yes. Oh, no, I guess that's one way to reduce latency. If the controller is not going through the device to the Internet, it's just connecting directly to the Internet that that takes out a link in the chain. And that makes sense. But
0: until t- it's not going to connect to the Internet, you're just trying to connect to a box. <sighs> <laughs> so, yeah, so Oops. I've so I, I may or may not have hmm. a controller. And they didn't even
1: add, like, a hard line, like, uh, you can wire I, it through USB. I
0: think there might be a USB.
1: I mean, there has to be some way to charge it.
0: Yeah, so let's see, Stadia controller.
1: But it's the same issue, like, USB. just because it has a USB doesn't mean that it has to be sending data across the USB line. Google designed the
0: controller to work as a standard USB HID mm-hmm. controller when it's plugged into other platforms. Okay. Okay, so you can plug it in. Yes. Oh, so it also comes with a USB-C to USB-A cable. All right. Well, then I could probably play something on my PC that's in not a Stadia game. Yes, in my <laughs> abundant free time. Yeah. God, I actually had to go into work twice today for exactly the same issue both times. Super annoying. Sorry. Yep. <clears throat> but, you know. All right. So, yeah. So, there. <laughs> it'd be great if Google would release bluetooth update to it but yes okay so i can still use it as a wired controller if i see f- so fit yeah which i would probably be doing that anyway because yeah i wouldn't i don't really play any games on my
1: phone well, so like yeah the, the steam deck would be a good example of where you might want it bluetooth but then again the steam deck is its own controller so like yeah. just, just hold the damn thing um yeah yeah i don't know man
0: i love the fact that they didn't actually tell some of the stadia developers. Are people who were developing games for Stadia that they were going to shut down? Oops. So there are some developers that are seriously pissed because they've spent literally time and money that they will not get back. Oops. So it's like, yeah, great, Google will give a refund. And I'm like, what about the developers?
1: Oops it's good experience in the industry. Uh, I feel bad for saying that. Nope, I don't know. That that sucks for the developers. Yep. Cuz that's time and money and effort into a platform that no longer exists. Yep. Got it. That believe. said, Well,
0: yeah, no, I see it, though. Granted, I feel like the way things are going. Stadia had the right idea. It's just right idea, wrong time. I mean, Andy, how many times
1: can we go through this? Google's not the first group that's tried to do this.
0: No, that's true.
1: So like, how many times are we going to go through this?
0: When, yeah, when, when is it going to finally actually stick?
1: Or when will people understand that this isn't the model that works? Or what technology needs to be in place that's not in place?
0: That part I don't know yet. But yeah, I saw that news, and as soon as I glanced over at the uh, shelf where the Stadia box is still sitting there, it's going, oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> Excuse me.
1: All right. How are we doing on time?
0: Uh, We're getting towards the end. Um, Saudi Arabia is trying to make themselves look better, and they have currently now set aside $13 billion to acquire some game publisher.
1: They don't know which one.
0: They don't know which one, but they want Saudi Arabia to be the ultimate global hub for the games and the esports sector by 2030. So they are investing $37.8 billion in the...
1: Stop killing your journalists.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just... How about we just start there?
1: Let's let's stop with like some basic human rights stuff first.
0: Yeah, trying to make themselves look better, and it's like, no. How about you? Not how about you? you be better? Yeah. So let's see. Um, there.
1: Oh, okay, awesome. I don't. I don't. It's what? It's Mohammed bin Salam, uh, Salman is the the crown prince. Yes, is the chairman of the board of directors.
0: Of course he is.
1: Of course he is. Why yeah. wouldn't
0: he be the you know Saudi Arabian government anyway? Yeah. Right. All right, okay. so Dave, um, I need to get your yeah. I need to get your check on something. Overwatch Go. two yes. will require a phone number to play. Okay. Good, bad, indifferent?
1: Eh, not sure. There's enough like free um like or not even free, but like I can get a phone number and not have a phone.
0: Okay, you can't just enter any old phone number. You actually have to access to a phone receiving text to that number in order to get into your account.
1: Right, because you need the the SMS because it's... Two-factor. ...authentication. Okay. That's tying it to an actual phone number. Mixed feelings. Uh, I feel like there's probably some, like, discrimination built into that sort of system. And also, like... If I have kids and want my kids to play on their own account, they'd need their own phone number. Phone
0: numbers. number,
1: yep. So, yeah, not not thrilled by it. It's an interesting experiment. We'll see how long it lasts. I have a feeling it won't last forever.
0: <clears throat> we'll see how it goes. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, what else we got? Anything, um... Uh... Bruce Willis has dis- sold his deep fake.
1: Cool. And- uh James Earl Jones has given Disney the the use of his voice in perpetuity. Hmm. Huh. That they can they can take the recordings of his voice and do the voice fake whatever uh to get him to say whatever they want him to say.
0: Oh, that leads perfectly into the other one that I was talking about was that um what what university was it um university of florida developed a te- technique that can actually listen to the audio mm-hmm. and tell if it's a deep fake audio or not
1: hmm that's cool yeah <clears throat> i wonder how long until they work through that
0: <laughs> i don't know interesting but, I'm reading
1: through this paper. This yeah, no, actually really well done.
0: Yeah, no, I I tried getting into it. I'm like, no, this <clears> is, I need to actually sit down and actually pay attention to this article because it's actually very interesting. Because I, I remember watching a video at one of the Adobe conferences, which I think it was like Jordan Peele was on stage. And they took something from one of his, like one of his acceptance speeches or something like that. And they modified that to him, like, saying that he was going to jump on the bed and kiss his dogs. And he's like, I know I did not say that, but that really does sound like me. That's kind of scary.
1: Yep. When extracting vocal tract estimations from deepfake audio, we found estimations were often comically incorrect. For instance, it was common for deepfake audio to result in vocal tracks with the same relative diameter and consistency as a drinking straw. (laughs) Basically, the shape of your throat should be making your your voice not perfect, and deep fakes don't know how to do that yet.
0: Hmm. <clears throat> that's just crazy.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, randoms? Yes.
0: Random review. review.
1: It is your review, right? Yes.
0: Yes, it is. Because you did the Steam Deck last time.
1: Okay. Yeah. So your review, Andy, what's up?
0: Uh, oh, hold on. I'm undoing. I'm actually clicking the link so I can actually open it up. The Hampton Bay white field, 48 inch round galvanized steel, wood burning fire pit table in dark brown with stone look tile top.
1: That is a lot to say. Yes. Would you like to just describe what it is? So,
0: um, we have a solo stove, Right. Mm -hmm. Um, we also have small children who
1: (laughs) are not as afraid of fire as they should be
0: yes so
1: we you know i mean it's it's hard to tell like the outside of the stove doesn't look like it's hot
0: no because it is stainless steel so it just looks like stainless steel right and if it is hot you know
1: and they go up and touch it
0: yes bad things Yeah. So you know, we want to we want to you know get them used to you know doing that, especially during fall when we can actually go out and you know make s'mores, roast marshmallows, that sort of thing. Um, S'mores is good. Yep. But I mean, like, okay, so how do we get them where it's safe, but then you know not have to keep an eye on them right away? And I uh, joined the solo stove Facebook group, and somebody post. You know, people have always been posting different ideas because solo stove at the time had no surrounds available, which um, Mm -hmm. they shortly after this was...
1: They have since published. In the time that Andy found this thing, ordered it, and is reviewing it, Solo has come out to say, we're going to make one of those.
0: Yeah. Um, There's going to be coming out in November. But, yeah, you know, I was like, okay, well, I got to look at something. And somebody posted this. That's like, hey, this, you know, fits our stove. And he actually posted a picture of it. With his, you know, so and he's like, "Hey, it's currently on sale for only like 125 bucks," and of course, everybody on the Facebook group group went, "I like that. I will also order that."
1: 125 bucks? Yes, please.
0: Yes. So a lot of people ordered it, and then it ran out of stock, and there were a couple of people who had their orders canceled. Mine got just delayed. I think the Home Depot website still says it hasn't actually been delivered. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to check this. Let's see. Yep. It is on its way. It is uh, this odor will arrive later than expected, but it, it is still on its way, which would be surprising because it is literally built and surrounding in our In our backyard. Yes. Surrounding our yep. solo stove. Um, like I said, I picked it up for $125 right now. It's actually at $200. So,
1: so you guys drove the price up. <laughs>
0: Yes, we ran them out of stock, and then drove the price up. Um, so yeah, no, two hundred is a little high for me, but one hundred and twenty-five.
1: That was that's good for a table. Yes,
0: um, it's, but it's, it's
1: not it's not designed for the solo stove.
0: No, it it just has the center hole is basically the perfect size for the bonfire solo stove. So if you have the Yukon or the Ranger or the new Canyon that's coming out. Um, this will not work. This will only fit the bonfire. Um, you should also, um, I got to measure out, we stuck it up on some paver stones to try and get it up to the height of the tabletop. So if you get your, you know, if you get this and you get—you have the bonfire and you set it in the center, you might have to get some paver stones, 16 inches by 16 inches is the recommended size from everybody online, um, to set in the center of this so your solo stove can actually be at the same height as the tabletop. Um, but, yeah, no, we had the, we had our solo stove in there. We had the fire really going, like, because when you first get that fire going, it's going. But I let it die down because we're cooking s'mores. We're not, you know, incinerating right. marshmallows. <laughs> um, but we had our drinks on the tabletop. We had the the marshmallow plastic bag on the tabletop. No heat issue whatsoever. Granted, we don't use a deflector, so I don't know how the deflector would cause you know, work with this. But this was one of those, you know, hey, this works out. And I looked I'm like, yeah, that works out great. The kids were able to do their s'mores, but still this thing is, you know, 48 inches in diameter, this whole thing. So it's, it's a big table. It took two of us to actually, yeah, two of us to move it into place. Um, But yeah, they were able to actually sit in the chairs right at the edge of this table thing, roast their marshmallows, no problem with anybody whatsoever. We didn't have to worry about them, you know, getting too close because Literally, you can't. It's
1: forty-inch table. They can't. Yeah. They they probably can't even reach to the center. Probably not.
0: But you know, you give them a stick and the solo stove, and they're off to the races. Yeah. Now, if you don't have a solo stove, this thing could also work as just a regular fire pit. It's got a little insert in the center, which we just never inserted.
1: So you've got just – you have the bottom of a fire pit just sitting out somewhere. Yes,
0: and there's also a cover for the center of the Mm -hmm. table as well. So it can be an actual coffee table if you want it to be. Um, But yeah, all those parts are just sitting in the garage. So yes, the – Third party Hampton Bay, blah, 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 48 inch table, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, worked out great. And if it ever goes on sale again, and the solo stove one isn't an arm and a leg, which it probably will be,
1: it will definitely be. Like, come on. Yeah. Granted, their, yeah. their accessories, I'm looking at their accessories right now, they are so expensive. Yep.
0: Uh, So trying to pick up the bonfire while it's in the center of this thing is a little hard to do. So I'm getting one of the the handles to pick up the unit, Mm -hmm. which is normally like 30 bucks or something like that. REI is trying to get rid of their solo so stuff. So I'm actually, I ordered an RE. You okay there? Hold on. Frog in my throat.
1: Have some of your deep, whatever. Deep dive, Baja deep dive baja blast
0: um i ordered an rei we're going over to ann arbor tomorrow so i've actually got it ordered and we're just going to swing by the rei and pick it up for like 13 bucks nice i'm like yes that would be perfect to just stick that in the center and lift the whole you know bonfire Uh, up out of the table uh
1: is there one near me 53719 available for curbside pickup at like Half off. Mm hmm. Bonfire handle, huh?
0: Yep. That way you can actually pick, you know pick it up from Listed the table. and out of the table. Yep. Dump out the okay. ash.
1: Okay. So I should I should pick this up.
0: Yeah, no, it's it it's worked out great. Love it. It's like one of those things. Where it's like this was not actually built for the solo stove. Really? Okay. But yes, no, if you don't have a bonfire, this will not work for you. So if you're bigger or you're smaller, it's not going to work right. But if you have a bonfire, this literally just get yourself a paver stone, get it up about an inch and a half, maybe two inches, and you're off to the races. Nice. <clears throat> so there we go. All right. So random topic rolled ahead of time. What were the determining factors that led you to buy the car that you are currently driving?
1: I'm not currently driving a car, I'm recording a podcast. But um, uh, okay, so I, I guess I need to clarify, like, basically, what the car that is my primary vehicle is, yes. is what the question is about. Um, which would, would, I suppose, best be described as my Prius, even though. I may be driving Laura's RAV4 more than I'm driving my Prius, um, mostly because there's a nail in my tire in the Prius, Ooh. and so there's a very slow leak, so every time I drive it, I have to take the like air pump and, and pressurize the tire, um, and I just haven't been driving the Prius very much because I got my bike, and so I've been using my bike, and so if it's too big a trip for the bike, it's also been too big a trip for the Prius. So I take Laura's Rab. <laughs> um, but the, the circumstances around why did I get a Prius? Well, I moved to madison and i wanted a hybrid um because i wanted to start moving away from an internal combustion engine and teslas weren't you know widely available or cheap and so i got a prius uh and then i got into a car accident and totaled the prius because someone clipped me and hit me and pushed me off the road and we wanted to get rid of laura's car anyway so we went and got two new cars and i got another prius wanted a hybrid i was used to prius it was nice i got a newer model prius than what i had had ta-da
0: well i'm okay so let's see i'm currently driving a 2015 outback um, the car before that was a 2003 Ford Explorer. The car before that was a 99 Jeep Cherokee. The car before that was the Benz. So driving the Benz was great, but it was the body was just literally falling apart because it had spent 30 plus years in Michigan winters, which um, I guess the Germans didn't plan for that with all the <laughs> salt and everything. Um, so I started. Um, having to deal with going out to these transmitter sites, which most of these transmitter sites do not have actual road access, where I have to basically drive down a two-track that's only there because I have driven down that path before and worn myself a two-track. So I needed something with some four-wheel drive. So that's, you know, Cherokee, and then I got an Explorer with all-wheel drive. Um, But then uh, I was the third car in a two car accident when two people collided in front of me at an intersection and then slid into my car Mm. and then my car ran into somebody else's car. So, yeah, Mm. it was great. I'm like, I hate to be the fourth car in a two car accident, but yeah. Yeah. So my card got totaled, entirely not my fault, literally was just sitting there at the intersection waiting. Right. Um, Kate had a Cherokee, but the saying is that, you know, you won't, the Jeep won't die and you'll just, you'll just get rid of it because of all the electronic problems. So her Cherokee kept on having more and more electronic problems. So she finally got rid of it and she got a 2014 Outback and I was like, you know, after my Explorer got total, she's like, well, what are you looking for in a car? I'm like, well, I'm looking for something with lots of storage space. You know, I'm looking for something with all wheel drive, you know, decent gas mileage. Cause I'm driving all over the place. And I'm like kind of something like your car. And she's like, well, why don't you just get another Outback? And I'm like, well, actually that's, that's not bad. Brilliant idea. Yeah. It's a brilliant idea. So yeah, I got a 2015 <laughs> Outback because it's got the all wheel drive. It's got decent gas mileage. I can still put a whole bunch of stuff in there. And it, you know, it." it runs and i i've only gotten it stuck once and that was because i literally bottomed out on it in a mud pit which was not fun mm-hmm. um but outside of that that mm-hmm. thing has just been rock solid that's also because i also didn't understand how the um off-road mode of the outback works which i have now read up on the manual and figured it out so there is a follow-up question as well to this If price was not a factor, what would you drive?
1: I wouldn't.
0: You'd pay somebody else to drive you?
1: No, well... In in a sense, yes, but not in the way that you're thinking. Either self-driving or a bus. If price weren't an option, like if price didn't matter, I'd want like what's the thing? I don't want self-driving cars. I want blue transit to be so all to that like it's it's not even a thing. Like you don't need to think about it. You just go and get on the bus to wherever you're going.
0: Yeah, no, I would want self-driving with the amount of miles that I. How many times have I had to drive up to Holland so far? Well, not this month because it's October now, but um, it's just the amount of, you know, if I had a self-driving car, that would just be great. Or if somebody could, you know, I would pay somebody to drive me to all these locations so I could actually, you know, do things instead of just sitting behind the wheel. Yes, I listen to audiobooks and I listen to podcasts and stuff, but it's still just, sometimes I just really don't want to be behind the wheel. Driving. Driving. Especially yep. if it's, you know, back to some place that I've already been that day and it's like, God, really, I have to do this again. Yeah. So yes, if there was mo- that was that would be the thing. It's like everything that I would have plus full self driving.
1: Okay. If money weren't not an issue, you could do that. Right? Yeah. Like all right I'd, I'd uh, wait for
0: the Tesla cyber truck to come out with full driving capabilities. And there we go.
1: <laughs> sure subscription-based self-driving yep Ugh. god what ours as a service
0: there was something recently that was i saw was supposed to be a subscription based service now and i'm just like no why would you do that and i can't remember because what it was they can
1: they can make more money that way yep Andy. yep yes they can that's, that's a stupid question why would you make money because it's, it's money. money yep because they can
0: well on that bombshell that's a wrap